Welcome once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, back in the seat again after a big thank you to John Scholes for last week's show. It was a good one, Jeremy. I enjoyed listening, and we have lots to get to today. And Before we get started, I'll remind everyone that as you listen to The Real Money Show, we are experts in the area of physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. The logistics, purchase, selling, storage of those products, and we will help you every single step of the way. We're going to talk a little bit promotions today. And uh, Jeremy, when we get going and we talk about these subjects, uh, it is important to always remind each other that there is lots to give away. So let's start the show this week by reminding people that for every 100 ounces of silver they're buying outside of registered accounts, whether it's a depository account, whether they're buying it and taking it home, whether they're using allocated financing, for every single 100 ounces of silver they buy, we are giving them free of charge a one ounce uh, coin, silver coin, and there is no maximum. Paul has said it. He's opened up the floodgate there. So we're going to be talking about that. We'll remind people through the show. But that's a fantastic way to share with people our love for silver and everything silver. And uh, as we get this uh, show rolling, Jeremy, the theme this week we have been discussing in the office. We've discussed with other analysts. I've uh, I've been uh, discussing this theme for a while. You have been writing about this theme off and on. And the theme is cryptocurrencies. Mm. It's something that everybody's heard about. Uh, a lot of people know about, but very few are experts. And we certainly are not going to sit here and say that we are experts in particular in cryptocurrencies. Suffice to say, there's a reason for that. And one of the things that we have been discussing this week is the introduction of yet another cryptocurrency, uh, compliments of Facebook. And I think that people will hear the name Facebook and many things will come to mind. Uh, but for me, the first thing that I thought of as an expert in the area of gold, silver, and really those are the only true global currencies, uh, natural fancy colored diamonds also, was that how on earth could somebody who's an expert in that arena, like Facebook is in social media, go and tackle something as complex as a currency that they want to claim. They call it a cryptocurrency. They want to create something, but it's being stacked and piled on top of all kinds of other ones that have already come before it. Bitcoin in the news this week, again, uh, up. And as we're taping the show today, huge day down over 1500 US uh, per Bitcoin in value lost. And I want to, to get your take on what your thoughts are about this. Is this a coming trend? Is this a fad? Is this what is this that's happening right now? And how does it relate to gold and silver, if at all? Well, I think I think what they're doing with Facebook, and I haven't looked into it too, too far, but at least it's an application. So, for example, with Bitcoin, you're looking at a quote-unquote currency, mm -hmm. um, and we can go into the differences between currencies and money, like gold and silver. I mean, mm -hmm. you're calling it the, the global currency, and, right. and, and I, I take that to be, you mean it's money, right? That it's a store of value, that it, it, it's a hedge against inflation. You know, one of the problems with some of those cryptocurrencies is they're so volatile, that it's like that's not a place where you're going to store wealth, right? So that becomes one issue of, of those. But I think with the, the Libra, at least what they're trying to create is, a, is a, a payment system and method. And that does make sense insofar as let's talk from a business perspective, right? If we want to put ads on Facebook, that means we'll probably have to convert cash into Libra. Mm -hmm. 
and then have a Libra account in order to pay for, for ads or to do things or, you know, to buy whatever you're going to buy on Facebook. So in, in that sense, hey, look, I mean, the world is open to, to new currencies. There's like 174 currencies, something like that around the globe. So this becomes more of a, an actual payment method and an internalized version of it, which at least that there's some sort of um, infrastructure, right? There's an infrastructure in place, whereas there's still not an infrastructure for how you can spend your Bitcoin other than sending it from one person to another. So um, although we, there are, it is growing, that network is growing. But I think ultimately we're always going to be looking for something that's going to hold value. And these type of things... I think the Libra, there's there's going to be a lot of room there for Facebook to grab um, grab costs, right? Grab a little bit of fees off of every time they do the exchange or every time that there's a trade placed and these type of things. So I think down the line, you're going to find there, there'll be even more skepticism of how that works. And um, that's something that even the cryptos are having a problem with. How do you buy things with it and how do you exchange it and who's taking money off of it uh, along the way? We don't look at gold and silver the same way. We're not looking at, at ways to spend our gold and silver because that's not really the point. The point is to protect your wealth. You've earned money over the course of a year or uh, decades and you're making sure you want to make sure that that wealth that you've accumulated doesn't disappear because uh, of taxes or because the government is printing money and it's devaluing its currency all the time you're looking for something that's going to protect wealth right we don't know if that if the libra is a version of protecting wealth we do know gold is so for example if you've held gold in canadian dollars from 2009 to 2019 you're looking at over eight percent a year in gains i mean that's exactly what anyone would be looking at and that's during a, a period where everyone hated gold and uh, the stock markets were doing fantastic and everything was doing fantastic. But as a Canadian, you know, what are you doing to hedge everything? And I think that gold has done, it, done its job wonderfully. Well, one of the other things that I think of when I think about cryptocurrencies, and I'll give you this, the website, by the way, if you want to go and get some more info while you're listening, guildhallwealth.com is that website. And uh, one of the things that I think about, Jeremy, more frequently than, than not these days, in particular because of the growth of Bitcoin and others like it, is the fact that if I was going to adopt that type of technology and that type of infrastructure and say to myself that I truly want to be able to use Bitcoin, it has to have common infrastructure. And what we have learned, having used it in our own uh, capacity as an office, having accepted Bitcoin, we don't really spend Bitcoin, but we accept that it gets converted into the currency that can be used. Uh, we've learned that there is no common ground for the infrastructure. So from one exchange to another, there are different lineups in terms of time to convert. There are different policies regarding how it gets converted. Uh, but one thing I've learned about gold uh, is that I can take gold anywhere in the world and I can convert it into a local currency that's going to be useful for me down the road if that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, and you know, when we're talking about, there, there seems to be an instant comparison, right, between cryptos and, and, and gold. But there is no comparison in the sense that what we're, what, the reason for the comparisons is because there's so much appropriation. Gold, Bitcoin looks like a gold coin. They, in fact, they call it a coin. It's not a coin, right? So there's all these natural appropriations of it that they're trying to trying to form Bitcoin into something paralleling gold, but it's not. 
you know, one of the issues uh, with with the crypto sphere, and I'm not, we're not saying, oh, don't do it. We're just saying, don't compare the two because they're not the same. They are different investments. It's like people comparing uh, mining stocks to gold. They're, they're not the same. One is investing in an, in a company, and one is holding a real asset. They're they're very different. You know, just because you need insurance, you don't go out and buy an insurance company stock, right? That's a different thing. So with the with the cryptos, understand that there's no insurance the way you can insure physical gold. So if your cryptos get hacked into and gone, that's it. There's no you don't get insured. Well, it's that. happened, not if. It has already well, happened. It's occurred. Of course. Bitcoin has been hacked several times. And the security on it is only based on and this is just one aspect, but the security of it is only based on the strength of your computer. Right. The stronger the computer, the easier it is to hack the next one. Right. So and then, you know, it's it is also we, we've said the word infrastructure. There's also the infrastructure of the storage of it. Unless it's stored off grid. The fact is, is we've seen blackouts. You know, we've, we've seen even the, the whole Google system went down a few weeks ago on the East Coast. Um, we talked about it on this show, the rolling blackouts in India that occur. Well, 2003, right? we'd have no Bitcoin. Yeah. If 2003 were to occur again and we had the power outage like we had in Ontario, right. there would be no Bitcoin. It would be gone. Right. It would be gone. Yeah. So there's nothing we could do to use Bitcoin to survive or to convert into a gain of some sort because there was no power. You couldn't You couldn't push a button on a computer to sell. And, and as a segue, it, what happens as a result is the the cryptos end up in some ways being like a paper contract for value. And that's exactly what we're looking to get away from when we're buying physical gold. We're, we're saying, no, don't buy paper and don't buy, um, you know, some promise of physical gold behind it. Make sure that it's in your hand. Make sure that you have the ability to go to that vault and personally audit. And that vault is outside the banking system. So if there's a banking holiday, that doesn't mean that the vault isn't there. Um, and it doesn't mean that you can't go to the vault and personally audit or take possession of your product. So the idea of the cryptos being basically a, a replacement for, for contract, replacement for paper, that's another aspect of it. And we're saying you don't want that paper. You want the, the real thing in your hand. If you want the real thing, go to guildhallwealth.com. There is lots more to discuss on the show today. We are going to talk about the expectations in the gold and silver market right now, where our price is heading, what are our thoughts on those prices and where they might go, and a lot more to do with the gold and silver markets in general, as well as a little bit of news on natural fancy colored diamonds, which will come to you. And uh, we're happy to do it because at Guildhall, we only focus on physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. Guildhall, preciousmetals.com. It's Guildhall's e-store, and it's the easiest way to buy physical precious metals. Shop for all the finest precious metals bullion coins and bars and choose from select global brands like Canadian Mint, Pamp Swiss and Asahi all at competitive prices. With guildhallpreciousmetals.com you can order precious metals from the comfort of your home or on the go and receive fast and discreet shipping arriving right at your door anywhere in Canada. Your packages are insured and Guildhall provides tracking numbers and here's something else. The store is open from 7 a.m. to midnight, so you can book your order when it's convenient for you. And right now, you are going to receive one free ounce of silver for every 
100 ounces of silver that you buy. That's guildhallpreciousmetals.com, guildhallpreciousmetals.com, and start stacking today. Stay tuned. The Real Money Show will be right back on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm uh, happy to stay tuned. That first segment was a lot about cryptocurrencies, and I want to finish that segment, Jeremy, and roll into another one because it seems very fitting that we should be discussing the notion of paper versus physical, what might be versus what is we know. And again, you brought up the idea, the analogy of what history teaches us about gold and silver versus what we hope cryptocurrencies might become long term. Uh, but make no mistake, I have an opinion on cryptocurrencies. And I'm going to tell you that my opinion is that they're horrible. They okay. do not and are not and will not in our lifetime anyways, uh, become a replacement anytime for gold. They just won't. They won't become a replacement for silver. Uh, they will have the added advantage of being a speculative uh, type of investment that investors, if they want to uh, get into, can go ahead and have fun, knock themselves out if they want to, and a lot have. But uh, I think that there is no substitute for something that's been around for a thousand years, and that's gold. And it lends itself well to this next part of the discussion where we want to kind of uh, migrate towards, which is paper versus physical. Is there something to be said for the argument that uh, as we we're listening to this week on the podcast with the Silver Doctors, with uh, Harvey Organ, uh, paper versus physical, is there something to be said in your opinion as an expert in gold and silver for what many analysts are touting as the big secret weapon here in the in the metals market? What could blow the lid right off, which is that the mainstream figures out there is no more physical metal. Those mar those paper markets are hiding nothing but a promissory note. There is no physical. Yeah, and I mean, how many times have we experienced issues with supply? You know, we've seen we've seen issues with silver maples from Royal Canadian Mint. Right now, we're having a major issue with the ten ounce bars from the Royal Canadian Mint. Um, we were expecting Pamp Swiss product that was being um, refined in India, and there was an issue there. I, I don't think India's exporting. There's something like that. So basically they have to go back to the the, the chalkboard uh, and they're re-refining the product or refining new product in Switzerland. So there's, there's all these complications in the market. Um, we talked about paper, the idea that it is a promissory note of some kind. And what this comes down to is in the past, Darren, we talked about paper being, well, if you decided you wanted to go and get your product, you know, you, you would see that there's a holdup. Let's say something, for, for example, like a certificate. You go to the bank, you say, you know what, I'm holding the certificate. I've decided I want to get the real thing instead. And then, oh, there's all this red tape. And they say, well, we don't want to give it to you, et cetera, et cetera. That is not something to really be fearful of. Where I get worried about the paper market is when, you don't even want the actual physical. You just want to cash out. Okay, This is where the paper problem become, becomes apparent because uh, let's say it's a, a pool account of some kind. Let's say it's an ETF and they say, sorry, you can't cash out because this product is now being used as collateral against something else. And since you have a contract that this is our product, not your product, we can't cash it. 
that is a bigger problem, and that's where paper problems come in. Now, what, what Harvey Organ was talking about in this interview, which um, we're going to put in our newsletter this week, um, fantastic interview, and he was talking about the ETF saying they can't lease that product out, but there's nothing about the ETF that says they can't swap it out, meaning they can't, that there's nothing to stop them from swapping out physical gold for just cash. That's a swap. They're just saying, here's a sticky note that there's product in there, but it's really just cash. And that explains how last week there was this massive inflow of physical gold into the ETFs. There was no physical gold available in that amount to just throw into the, throw into the ETF. It doesn't happen like that. So it's great that Harvey Organ brought that to everyone's attention. And these are the things that we're looking at. By the time people start to realize that they need it, they won't be able to get it. Well, they won't, and that's the problem. And for those that are looking to get it and they want it in physical form, head over to guildhallwealth.com. That's our website. There you can find the e-store that we talk about in our ads, and you can shop online from the comfort of your own home. In addition to that, find out about all the various accounts, including the registered account you heard about in the first segment. You'll be able to qualify for the free gram giveaway uh, for every 5000 that you put into a registered account. In addition to that, you can take your bullion home with you. That's perfectly fine. We have storage options, and if you want to get a maximum return on your dollar, you may want to take a look at allocated financing. We'll talk about that more further in the show, but guildhallwealth.com is the site to go to. Now, that was a fascinating podcast for me in particular because we have been following and reading Harvey Organ and even communicated with him over the years. I have in writing certain things and asking for facts that he knows. And in listening to that podcast, what I found most uh, difficult if you will, to digest as an expert in gold and silver mm -hmm. is the fact that I have to remind myself the comics is not responsible for producing serial numbers on their bars. Let me repeat that again. The comics in New York, the most heavily traded silver and gold contracts in the world are not responsible for producing segregated, allocated bullion with serial numbers. It's pooled product. If right. they say it's there, they're believed that it's there. So if in one day on paper, an entire year's worth of silver being mined out of the ground gets traded in the span of an hour, we're to believe that that silver is going to change hands on that day, even if it goes from one side of the vault right. over to the other side. And we have to believe that. So part of the reason why we've been so excited over the years and why we've gotten so passionate about gold and silver ownership for our clients is the fact that there's going to come an end to this someday. And as Harvey put it, it could well be very soon. But when it does happen, like you just said, Jeremy, the biggest takeaway for me is going to be the fact that the world's going to realize those ounces they thought they owned, they don't. And unless it's segregated and allocated Unless you have your serial numbers, unless you can touch it and hold it like you can with Guildhall, you do not own it. It's that simple. You just don't. You may think you do, but I don't feel that you do. No, and that's another reason why you look at the central banks and they're saying, well, we'll take it into our vault, right? And we want it home. And you see the problems that Venezuela had getting their gold the first time around and then trying to get it back the second time around from, from London. It's very difficult. And there was all of this... Uh, talk about that they'd been leased and it was put in the futures market and all of this stuff. So there's all these type of issues. You want to have zero counterparty risk. That means that 
No one else has any claim to your gold. That is the key. And if you have any form of paper version of it, there's a claim against it. Now, there's also pool accounts where that can work to a certain extent, but that's considered one-to-one. -one. That means there is an ounce of gold there for the ounce of gold that you own. We just don't know which vault it's in or which area the vault it's in because it's none, none of them. And you didn't pay um, a fabrication charge for that specific bar anyway, so there's no serial number to give you. In other words, the company has the product. They're storing physical gold. You have bought one ounce of physical gold, and that's where it ends. We go way beyond that because we allocate the product to the client saying, this is your product. It's your gold. You don't want anyone to stand in the way of your gold. Because as well, one of the issues is, is gold's going to become liquidity. And that's something Harvey Organ talked about. But if you think about unfunded liabilities, for example, in the States, right? It's not just 22 trillions in debt. It's the pension funds. It's funding all of the, the Medicare, Medicaid, all of these things. Where are they going to come up with the money? They're going to print money until everyone no longer has any faith in the money. And then where are they going to get the, the assets? Well, if you revalue gold up to $10,000 an ounce and, you, and the government's sitting on, on you know, 3,000, 4,000 tons, 7,000 tons, all of a sudden you now have liquidity. But if it's not in your hands, it's not your liquidity that's going to be that's going to be working with. So this is part of the reason why it's a great hedge against inflation, especially if the dollar starts devaluing quickly. It's one of the reasons why gold started to move here. And again, you don't want to have anyone else have a claim on your gold except you. And that's why I think you should take the time to head over to guildhallwealth.com. That's our website. You can go there, find the e-store. You can Google The Real Money Show, listen as a podcast, as a standalone at your own convenience, and find more out about how to buy bullion, see the bullion. And we'll talk about natural fancy color diamonds in the next segment. But before we head to break, state of silver in comparison to gold. A lot of people calling this week and saying, why isn't silver moving up like gold? Well, if you look back historically at the four other climactic moments we've had since we opened our doors in 2002, you will quickly see that, in fact, gold leads the charge every single time. Not only does gold lead the charge, but silver coming up on the back end has outperformed percentage-wise gold in each of those six, seven, eight-month intervals. So we do expect silver to make a charge here very shortly, and I do think that silver is very poised. So we'll touch on that in the next segment as well. And uh, as far as gold and silver concerned, we'd like for you to own some. So if you want to go over to guildhallwealth.com, uh, please feel free to do so. When we come back, we will talk more specifically about where the price of silver and gold are heading. Are you looking to hold physical precious metals in a registered account? With Guildhall, you can do exactly that. Hold physical gold and silver in your RSP TFSA, Lira, Lift, Riff, and even RESP. What makes this so unique is that your precious metals products are fully allocated and segregated, and you receive your very own itemized inventory report. In fact, you can go to the vault personally and audit your own holdings. That's right, physically hold your registered investments in the palm of your hand. But wait, there's a little more. If you open up your account today, you're going to receive one gram of gold. For every 5,000 US invested up to a maximum of 10 grams, that's over $500 worth of gold in your pocket. To learn more about holding physical gold and silver in your registered accounts, go to 
getyourfreegold.com. That's getyourfreegold.com. Stay tuned. The Real Money Show will be right back on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and with me today is Jeremy Wiseman. We are both back in the hot seat this week, Jeremy, and we left last segment, and I want to thank you for tuning back in and staying tuned, uh, talking about where the prices are heading, both for gold and silver. In particular, we talked about silver uh, catching up and following gold's lead and what that means. So let's just take a couple minutes here and figure this out. The question I'm getting asked this week is, will silver follow gold's lead? Now, gold, if you've been watching, broke through a very important mental barrier, which is $1,400 an ounce. And if you look around the world, most analysts, including ourselves, are suggesting at this point in time that if gold holds 1400 we will be off to the races. That is to say that gold will make an attempt at its previous high. And that is exciting news. It's certainly not a guarantee. Investing never is. But it is something that we haven't seen in a long time. In fact, gold's breaching of 1440 was a six-year high, Jeremy. So this gets everybody in our office very excited because we've been talking about this for a long, long time. And it basically uh, points out with severe clarity that gold prices have broken out of massive multi-year consolidation patterns to the upside and suggests the possibility of a multi-year rally lying ahead. So let's talk about this for a minute to be sure you will probably see some retracement like we've seen late in the week here, which is normal, but we are seeing gold hold as we're taping on Thursday, the 1400 level. Now, seasonally, it is something that we've uh, seen occur time and time again, especially in those uh, years of 2004, 2006, 2008, and 2011, where in the year prior, coming out of the summer months, uh, like in 2010, the price of silver sitting in and around June, July, August, around the 15 to $18 level, right where it is right now. And by Christmas, hit $25 an ounce. And by spring of the next year, which was 2011, hit $49 an ounce. Well, at the same time, gold trudged all the way up to 1920 an ounce plus. So seasonally, we have some very strong things happening coming out of the summer months, and we'll be there very quickly. I know everybody's excited about the summer and the warm air and the sunshine and end of school. So uh, there is something to be said for that. But before you know it, Jeremy, we'll be back into that seasonality. The Indian wedding season's coming up very quickly. We'll have very high demand leading into the fall, which we always do. And that seasonality dictates historically anyways, that once there is some type of event which drives the price initially, like we've seen now in gold, there is bound to be a following effect with silver. And where that's going to go in price, well, let's discuss that. What are your thoughts on that at this point in time? Sure. Well, I think uh, just to finish on your your discussion with gold, that, uh, you know, look, the Fed has basically reversed course. The next step is QE4. Um, they've, barely, they've barely paid off the balance sheet. They're not going to be able to do much more beyond what they've already done. And uh, you're right. So you have the events of the day initially driving the price of gold, gold breaking through 1350 uh, very strongly, and, and then, of course, moving up an additional $50. Now, that puts us in a very different place than we were last year. You know, this, this period last year, I remember around September, uh, gold was still down 6% in Canadian dollars. And by the end of the year, we were up 
six, seven percent on the year. Um, this is a much different year. This is where the economy starts to change, where the Fed starts to reverse course, all of the demand issues that you're stating, Darren. And so uh, this this does definitely look like the beginning of a big run. Also, gold is is practically trading at all time highs right now in Canadian dollars. It's already done it in US in uh, Australian dollars, and it's not going to be long before gold starts breaking out heavily in in US dollars. So where does that leave silver? Well, you know, look, ultimately, silver is a much smaller market. It doesn't matter when it breaks, it will break. And when it does, silver is going to play catch up in a big, big way. You know, there were there's been some some crazy calls recently and not just from uh, Harvey Organ, who studies this market and, you know, knows the details and inner workings of it. But he's talking about eventually silver gold getting to, you know, ten thousand dollars an ounce. That seems to be accepted around around the world at this point that it could go there and that you could be looking at um, silver going to a ten to one ratio, meaning you're looking at a thousand dollar silver now. Even if we come down from the 90 to 1 ratio, which shows how undervalued silver is right now, this is a time to not be worried about what's happening to silver, but to continue to acquire it. Because when it, when it gets unleashed, it is going to move very quickly. And if that ratio comes down to you know, 80 to 1, 70 to 1, 60 to 1, you know, less we get back to 35 to 1 where we were in, in 2011, you're seeing silver get way above $20 in, in short order. So don't worry about how long it's taking. Don't be frustrated by the amount of time. Look at the price of gold movement as a very good thing and keep your eye on silver. Keep acquiring your silver regularly because it's going to pay off. And also, what you know, we already talked about the limited supply of physical product. When this market really starts to take off, it's going to be very difficult for people to get into the market at that point. Not only will it be difficult, but if you are among the few that have chosen to get into gold and silver, you may well be uh, thanking yourself, patting yourself on the back, so to speak. And you can do that by going over to guildhallwealth.com. That's our website. You can start with the e-store. You can look through the registered investment portion of the website. Uh, but remember, if you don't own it, you can't participate. So for those of you sitting on the fence wondering what you should do, certainly do your due diligence. Figure out whether or not this is for you. And when you've made that decision, you're ready to buy some gold and silver, head over to that website, guildhallwealth.com. Now, silver is naturally a smaller, and because of its smaller size, slightly more volatile market than gold, and it does and has shown us that it amplifies gold's moves both on the upside and downside, uh, so it surprises me very little, Jeremy, that if you know the history of this bull market since 2002, that silver definitely is lagging. Now, that being said, what has been set up is very unique in the sense that that ratio you discussed and alluded to just briefly in that last little bit of discussion you were using there uh, is something that is very important to understand because in this role of playing catch-up to gold, that ratio widened to what was viewed as a multi-year uh, high in the ratio between gold to silver. In fact, it touched around 93, almost 93. It's ridiculous. It was, like, uh, it was like a movement on the Richter scale of 6 or 7, the magnitude of, of that happening. And it's telling us that uh, not only is it ridiculous, as you said, but the price performance of silver uh, is allowing those that haven't bought or haven't got into the market yet a little more time, a window, if you will, because uh, this is the important part. So listening closely, once we hit 
1550 and stay there, there is a small bit of resistance between 1550 and $16 an ounce. Closing in on $16 an ounce, it is expected from the people that I have spoken to, and again, do your, your own due diligence on this, but it is expected that once it clears $16 an ounce and gold still holding 14 or higher moves ahead, the expectations are very high that the rally will be in place, that we will see a springtime climax like we've seen in 2011. So head over to guildhallwealth.com and get stacking today. It, it, it really is a gift because silver could easily be trading right now in the $70 range, which means you would be right now you're getting three times as much product for your money than you should be really getting. So this is a perfect opportunity to buy something while it's extremely undervalued. Not be looking at things that are overvalued, but looking for things that are undervalued and taking advantage of the market. So by taking the physical product out of the market, you are ensuring that this market will crack and it will go to the moon because everyone has been acquiring over the last five, six years. They're not going to sell just because silver goes to $19 an ounce. They're not going to sell just because silver goes to $25 an ounce. It is going to take much higher prices before people who have been investing in this product for, for the past few years are in any way going to start to think about actually selling. Now you've also got to look at the mining aspect, the supply-demand. What's it going to take for silver mining to really ramp up to actually meet up with the, with the supply crunch? You know, When the price starts going through the roof, they're going to say, okay, now we can start, but how long is it going to take for that product to finally meet the market, get to the marketplace? And you know, when we look at the usages for silver, whether it's solar power, the photovoltaic, whether it's computers, whether it's anything electronic and digital in our lives every day, New, new things coming to the marketplace every single day, you start to wonder, well, you know, <laughs> what's the price got to go to for us to actually start getting the real product back into vaults and out of people's hands from storing it for financial purposes? Guildhallwealth.com is the website to go. You can start stacking there as early as today, as soon as you hear this. And as you're listening on this lovely, uh, expected to be very warm and sunny Canada Day weekend, I hope you are enjoying yourself. And I think that looking ahead, if you're excited about what we are discussing today on the show, then either one of silver or gold would be a fantastic way to take advantage of this market and what the expectations are moving forward. There is a lot when it comes down to investor psychology, Jeremy. When precious metals markets have been out of the mainstream news cycle for years and they've been trumped, pardon the pun, uh, by a, a rising stock market and the rise of digital currencies like cryptocurrencies as we discussed in the general public, uh, they weren't interested really as much as before in precious metals. Of course, the, the few that were stuck to it and have been stacking throughout this whole time, cost averaging, taking advantage of those uh, weak pricing situations. But ultimately, I think we're surging ahead right now. You know, I think what you're going to see as a theme going forward here, Darren, is that the mainstream is going to start looking at the experiment that's been going on since 2008 in terms of monetary policy. And then we might even go to the bigger theme, which is the experiment that's been happening since 1971 in the fiat theme that's been occurring. 
And we're going to start to see people capitulating towards that, saying, oh, this big experiment of central banks didn't work. What are we going to do now? And, uh, you know, there was a great book, uh, The History of Silver, that came out. And they talk about that in the book, saying you need some sort of hedge against the central planners. Because if they fail, what do you got? And what is gold telling you about central planners? Well, gold being up average of over 8% a year in Canadian dollars over the last 10, 11 years tells you exactly what you need to know. It is a hedge against this experiment, and the experiment is failing. And you don't want to be last to the exit when it all starts to collapse. Well, listen, if you want to party with the morons, go ahead and get in with what they're doing because <laughs> central planners are about uh, moronic things, moronic decisions, and this is not what we're about. We're about real money, putting it in your pocket. We're still in the stealth phase of this precious metals bull market, and when we enter the public participation phase and demand for bullion grows, look out. We have no doubt that both gold and silver will shine. Are you looking to hold physical precious metals in a registered account? Guildhall, you can do exactly that. Hold physical gold and silver in your RSP, TFSA, Lira, Lift, RIF, and even RESP. What makes this so unique is that your precious metals products are fully allocated and segregated, and you receive your very own itemized inventory report. In fact, you can go to the vault personally and audit your own holdings. That's right. Physically hold your registered investments in the palm of your hand. But wait, there's a little more. If you open up your account today, you're going to receive one gram of gold for every 5,000 U.S. invested up to a maximum of 10 grams. That's over $500 worth of gold in your pocket. To learn more about holding physical gold and silver in your registered accounts, go to getyourfreegold.com. That's getyourfreegold.com. Stay tuned. The Real Money Show will be right back on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the fourth and final segment of The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long, and across from me today, Jeremy Wiseman. And as we tape here on Thursday, Jeremy, at the end of the week, we have seen both gold and silver, a little bit of a retracement from their highs during the middle of the week. Not significant. Gold did touch, however, a very nice high. Uh, it got up in the 440 range this week, and silver in particular hitting that close to 1540 range and that was exciting both six-year highs on the metals and the ratio widening to 92 93 to 1 between the price of gold and silver we talked in the last segment about where we think prices are heading and what it'll take to get there and silver does lag it is a known fact if you're inside uh, and you're paying attention you've been listening to the show you will know that silver does lag at the front end of a stealth bull market like we're seeing right now and uh, we do expect big things for both gold and silver but not only uh, are we watching gold and silver right now in particular there is significant developments happening behind the scenes with natural fancy colored diamonds you can go over to guildhallwealth.com and get some more information there at the website regarding diamonds of course even ask for a diamond package as we're going through this today uh, remember that is an easy thing to do over at guildhallwealth.com now, Jeremy, when it comes to diamonds, they are somewhat different in the sense that they don't have the same type of volatility as other investments, certainly not uh, uh, in terms of, of what people are traditionally used to. 
They do have to have a little bit of holding of the hand of sorts. If we say uh, that's the proper way to say uh, they need a little bit of help because obviously you are not experts and people listening do not know much about them. But the one thing that I have found exciting about natural fancy colored diamonds is the fact that behind the scenes, as this story has begun to develop and become more mainstream, there is a presence of people that are like-minded to us that are saying, you know, I don't have to put that extra dollar into the traditional markets. I don't have to go to the stock markets anymore. There are other options. Natural fancy colored diamonds are one of them, and it's why uh, we love them so much. Yeah, the idea of a hard asset, the idea of zero counterparty risk, not having a contract between you and your wealth. This is part of the reason why you see the very rich buying actual hard assets. Not everyone wants to be a part of the stock market and the gamble that goes on in those markets. Um, at Guildhall every day, we get people calling us saying, you know, I'm not doing so great on my mutual funds. And everyone keeps saying how great the economy is. And there's also pockets in real estate that aren't doing so well. And you speak to mortgage brokers and they say, yeah, we're not giving mortgages. We're doing remortgages so people can borrow out of the equity and these sorts of things. So, you know, is the economy doing great? Is there underlying structural issues? At the end of the day, people want to have hold-in-your-hand assets that are outside the banking system that they can count on. It's all going to come down to trust. And what a great place to store wealth and grow wealth than a natural fancy color diamond. Why? Because it's so extremely rare. Now, people can still make mistakes. They can get caught up in the idea that it's just simply rare and not look at the characteristics of the diamond that are going to make that diamond extremely rare because that's what you need in order for it to continue to grow in value. And that's what we do at Guildhall. We go out, we have, we have strategic partners, we're searching for investment grade natural fancy color diamonds, diamonds that have the strongest color, best clarity, best cut, the right size. You know, you, you'll notice we don't have small yellows. Yellows have to be of a certain size um, because they're not the rarest of all colors. And uh, so that's what we do. We work towards finding absolute investment grade colored diamonds. And if you hold them long term, you will see the value continue to increase. And it's a wonderful thing to behold where you say, oh my gosh, I, I look at what the price was five years ago and what they're worth today. And then you know just how good it is. So anyone who's interested in growing wealth long term should consider a natural fancy colored diamond, should consider setting up an appointment with Guildhall to understand the fundamentals behind this market, to understand what to look for, and to know what to expect over the next five to ten years in the color diamond market. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. And Jeremy, I want to make something clear is that when we talk about natural fancy colored diamonds, and you've written extensively about uh, all the different aspects of why we consider this to be a great uh, ownership opportunity for people to establish wealth long-term, protect wealth, all the key things that we bring in terms of ingredients to why we love this as much as gold and silver. But we hear the term investment grade. And I don't. I want to make a, a very clear distinction about this because we are not financial planners or advisors, and people will come to us and they'll say, "Well, um, how does this fit into my portfolio?" And we say the same thing to everyone that does look into this. Well, listen, historically, this has not been part of a portfolio. 
we are not touting that we become specific experts in natural fancy colored diamonds solely with the purpose of intertwining this with stocks and traditional investments and things like that. Quite the contrary. What we're asking people to do is to, for one of the very first times in their lives, look at their wealth from a different perspective, become their own planners and advisors, self-direct their wealth, know where their money is, because this is something that uh, is a trend, so to speak, and you can clearly see is developing more and more ever often in modern day, in the mainstream, among the rich, there's lots more people getting hands-on, ending whole careers to manage money and be in front of that. And we think that natural fancy colored diamonds like gold and silver, because of their tangibility and because they're something you can hold and feel and touch, they make for a great opportunity for you to really connect with your wealth and know about that wealth and where it comes from and what it means and where it's going. Yeah, you know, you're talking about managing wealth, but do you have the sophistication to do what a portfolio manager is doing? Yet, if you buy the right diamond, there's not much more management that has to be done, right? You, you buy it, you set it, you forget it and you come back to it. You hope you never have to sell it, hopefully. Um, maybe you have a 10-year or 15-year plan on that. Maybe you have a 20-year plan on that. Um, but what you do need out of an investment, in my opinion, is something that's going to beat inflation, that you're going to get the gains, that you don't have to suffer over and, and stay up at night to know that you are going to have something at the end, right? And that's where natural fancy colored diamonds come into play. We know it. Because we can look at what diamonds were selling for 10 years ago and five years ago and what they're selling today, and we can see that movement. And we know that clients who've been holding diamonds for a longer period of time can see that movement as well. And so they, they grow in confidence the longer they're holding it. You know, Paul's always saying, would you sell your house for what you pay for it? And I'm always thinking, well, I'm not quite even sure what that means. And it's that if you've lived in your house for 10 years, you've seen the price increase. So you understand the value of the real estate now. And that's what this is. It's real estate in your pocket. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. You can go there and take a look at these colored diamonds that we're talking about. We have great photos there, images, if you will, lots of information about natural fancy colored diamonds. And yes, it incorporates the four C's. We talk about that and we put that to the test really because natural fancy colored diamonds are in fact really what four C's are all about. I mean, that is really what defines the DNA of the diamond and tells you and gives you some perspective on what to expect in terms of returns. It's an exciting market to be part of, and for those that can afford it, those who deem that it's right for them, could be among the best investments you'll ever make. Uh, in terms of what happens when you buy natural fancy colored diamonds, first off, like gold and silver, it's physical, it's holding your hands. A diamond uh, is not something that we typically store. We give this to the client, the client takes it home with them. Uh, they find a way to best store that product. We can give them some and share some information uh, about that. 
And many do that, Jeremy. They give us feedback. They put it in their safety deposit box. Maybe they put it in a jewelry box and they uh, put it away. But it's not something that's difficult to do. And that's, again, what is another uh, really clearly great positive thing that it's easy to store. It's not difficult. It's not like a house or finding a spot. You don't need a ton of lawyers and people involved, electricians and all kinds of plumbers and everything. And I know we laugh about this or smile when we talk about it, but the fact is, there is a coming of age, so to speak, and there is a new reality. And I don't think that we all want to be slapped again in terms of our financial stability. What we'd like to see happen is going forward, we know we have something in place that A, will protect the wealth we've already built, B, protect our wealth going forward, and C, if we're part of the bigger picture in terms of our family's wealth, we want to give them the opportunity to be protected as well. So in terms of colored diamonds, it's a good fit and match, in our opinion, with gold and silver. If one can afford to do all three, great. I think that that's the best uh, way to approach this, gold, silver, and a natural fancy colored diamond. You've got so many positives happening, and I think that overall, the expectations are extremely high, not only for gold and silver, but also for natural fancy colored diamonds. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. You can go there, find out about all of these great things. I want to remind everyone that right now, with respect to silver and gold, there are a couple of promotions that we have been running long-term, which our clients have absolutely loved, uh, fall, fell in love with, and continue to use right now one is right now for every hundred ounces of silver that you buy that's not in a registered account you will get one ounce of silver absolutely free of charge and there's no limit on that and it's any type of of silver you want to buy if it's coin bar or a combination of both for every hundred ounces that you buy take home with you put in a depository account or use allocated financing to establish that account, you are going to get one ounce free of silver Well, supplies last, no maximum on that. And the second one is in the registered accounts, which we have talked about throughout the show today. Uh, there is a significant opportunity for you to still take advantage of the one gram of free gold for every 5,000 US you put in up to a maximum of 10 grams. So we're going to talk more about that in coming shows. And we want to stay on the topic of gold and silver right now. It's very heated. We're seeing the market change. These are six-year differences. So going forward, Jeremy, I'm excited for next week's show. I can't wait to get there. We have lots more coming up this month. We want to wish everyone an exciting Canada Day weekend. Get out with your families, friends, take advantage of the weather, and enjoy Canada's birthday. Many investors are turning to rare assets like art, vintage cars, or even wine to protect and grow their wealth. One asset class that has seen immense returns, little to no volatility, and record-breaking prices at auction are rare natural fancy colored diamonds. Guildhall Wealth offers a collection of some of the highest quality rare natural fancy colored diamonds available anywhere. And we are so passionate about colored diamonds that each diamond in the collection is painstakingly selected so that you only find rare diamonds of strong color, great cut, and high clarity. There's no guesswork when acquiring a diamond with Guildhall, just beautiful, rare diamonds that continue to rise in value. If you'd like to learn more about owning a natural fancy colored diamond or even set up an appointment to view some of Guildhall's incredible collection in person, go to guildhallwealth.com or call 18778silver. Again, that's guildhallwealth.com or the number 18778silver and find out how a colored diamond could work for you. We want to thank you for listening to the Real Money Show. 
And you are doing so this week on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.